0: Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 88. Gracious spirit, dwell with me. I myself would gracious be, and with words that help and heal, with thy life in mine reveal. And with actions bold and meek, Christ's own gracious spirit speak. Hymn number 88. scriptural will be given by Nancy from New Jersey.
1: Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Thus saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. Galatians. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. John, it is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit, and they are life.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer, and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious.
2: Hallowed be thy name.
0: Adorable one. Thy Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in In earth as it in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give, Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive
3: us our debts
0: as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead
2: us not into temptation, but deliver
0: us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 119. Holy Spirit, source of gladness, come with all thy radiance bright, lift all burdens and all sadness, for thy children shed thy light. Hymn number 119. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is kind of a training session, if you will, in practical Christian science. We discuss the lesson and other topics that need to be discussed and learn how to practice Christian science better in our daily lives. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you'll also be able to find it on our YouTube channel and on our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m., And that Sunday school is available to children anywhere in the world. It has its own teleconference number. So anyone who doesn't live in the area can attend via telephone. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students attend by telephone. So if you don't live in the area, and if you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll give you the number and we would love to welcome your child to our Sunday School. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings, lives saved, transformed, through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery available for infants and toddlers. We have quite a few websites, most of which are in languages other than English. And they reach millions, potentially billions, of people around the globe. And many people around the world have found our church through one of our many websites. And those websites provide the very finest Christian science literature. in many cases to people in their own language. And we're so very grateful for those who have found us. And everything that is available on our websites is free, free of charge. You don't have to pay anything or join anything to listen, read, or download anything on any of our websites. Freely we have been given, and freely we give. One of the articles that I'd like to point out that's featured on our English website now is a really good article by William P. McKenzie, entitled, Dominion and Power of Spirit. And that dominion and power is yours through God. Everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have a testimony of healing from the chapter entitled Fruitage in Science and Health, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Annie from Virginia.
4: From page 614, intense suffering overcome. For about five years, I was afflicted with sciatic rheumatism in such a severe form that my body was drawn out of shape. When able to be around, I walked with the assistance of a cane. The attacks were periodical, recurring every few months. Any exposure to rain or dampness would bring one. At one time, I was in bed 11 weeks, suffering intensely all the time, except when relieved by hypodermic injections. When I had these attacks, my regular physician was always in attendance. My daughter consulted another physician who said there would have to be an operation which would include the exposing and scraping of the sciatic nerve. There was also another physician who, knowing of the case, examined my heart and claimed that it was weak, and that I was liable to pass on at any time from heart trouble. After suffering three years, I heard of Christian science, but did not avail myself of it for two years when I decided to give up all other means and rely wholly upon it. It was not convenient to call a practitioner, so I took science and health and applied its teachings as best I could. In three days, the trouble completely left me, and there has never been the slightest return. My health has been good ever since, and I am at present in perfect physical health. I have been benefited in every way by Christian science, physically, mentally, and spiritually, and would not be without my understanding of it for anything. Mrs. E.A.K., Billings, Montana.
0: The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 12 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject Spirit. The golden text is from John. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The responsive reading is 2 Corinthians. And such trust have we through Christ to Godward. Not Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, But of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is,
2: there is liberty.
0: But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Fairly from Maryland will now read
5: The Bible, Job. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. Romans Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God... They are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, Matthew, in those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it become us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Mark. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had come out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. First Corinthians As it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, that neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Romans, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Galatians, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love, serving one another. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Second Corinthians, for God... Who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ.
3: Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Spirit is the life, substance, and continuity of all things. The scriptures imply that God is all in all. From this it follows that nothing possesses reality nor existence Except the divine mind and his ideas. The scriptures also declare that God is spirit. Therefore, in spirit, all is harmony, and there can be no discord. All is life, and there is no death. Everything in God's universe expresses Him. Spirit is the only substance, the invisible and indivisible infinite God. Things spiritual and eternal are substantial. Man is tributary to God, Spirit and to nothing else. God's being is infinity, freedom, harmony, and boundless bliss. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Like the archpriests of yore, man is free to enter into the holiest, the realm of God. Material sense never helps mortals to understand spirit, God. Through spiritual sense only, man comprehends and loves deity. Spiritual sense is a conscious, constant capacity to understand God. It shows the superiority of faith by works over faith in words. Its ideas are expressed only in new tongues, and these are interpreted by the translation of the spiritual original into the language which human thought can comprehend. The principle and proof of Christianity are discerned by spiritual sense. They are set forth in Jesus' demonstrations, which show by his healing the sick, casting out evils, and destroying death, the last enemy that shall be destroyed, his disregard of matter and its so-called laws. According to Christian science, the only real senses of man are spiritual, emanating from divine mind. Thought passes from God to man but neither sensation nor report goes from material body to mind. The intercommunication is always from God to His idea, man. Matter is not sentient and cannot be cognizant of good or of evil, of pleasure or of pain, Man's individuality is not material. Life, truth, and love are the realities of divine science. They dawn in faith and glow full-orbed in spiritual understanding. As a cloud hides the sun, it cannot extinguish So, false belief silences, for a while, the voice of immutable harmony. But false belief cannot destroy science, armed with faith, hope, and fruition. What is termed material sense can report only a mortal, temporary sense of things whereas spiritual sense can bear witness only to truth. To material sense, the unreal is the real, until this sense is corrected by Christian science. Spiritual sense, contradicting the material senses, involves intuition, hope, faith, understanding, fruition, reality. Material sense expresses the belief that mind is in matter. This human belief, alternating between a sense of pleasure and pain, hope and fear, life and death, never reaches beyond the boundary of the mortal or the unreal. Spiritual ideas, like numbers and notes, start from principle and admit no materialistic beliefs. Spiritual ideas lead up to their divine origin, God and to the spiritual sense of being. Paul said, to be spiritually minded is life. We approach God or life in proportion to our spirituality, our fidelity to truth and love. And in that ratio, we know all human need and are able to discern the thought of the sick and the sinning for the purpose of healing them. Error of any kind cannot hide from the law of God. Whoever reaches this point of moral culture and goodness cannot injure others and must do them good. The greater or lesser ability of a Christian scientist to discern thought scientifically depends upon his genuine spirituality. This kind of mind reading is not clairvoyance, but it is important to success in healing and is one of the special characteristics thereof. Jesus once asked, Who touched me? Supposing this inquiry to be occasioned by physical contact alone, his disciples answered, The multitude throng thee. Jesus knew, as others did not, that it was not matter but mortal mind whose touch called for aid. Repeating his inquiry, he was answered by the faith of a sick woman. His quick apprehension of this mental call illustrated his spirituality. The disciples' misconception of it uncovered their materiality. Jesus possessed more spiritual susceptibility than the disciples. So-called material existence affords no evidence of spiritual existence and immortality. Matter is not the vestibule of spirit. Jesus reasoned on this subject practically, and controlled sickness, sin, and death on the basis of his spirituality. Understanding the nothingness of material things, he spoke of flesh and spirit as the two opposites, as error and truth not contributing in any way to each other's happiness and existence. Jesus knew it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. Question. What is the scientific statement of being? Answer. There is no life, truth, intelligence nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Christianity causes men to turn naturally from matter to spirit as the flower turns from darkness to light. Man then appropriates those things which eye hath not seen nor ear heard. To divest thought of false trusts and material evidences in order that the spiritual facts of being may appear, this is the great attainment by means of which we shall sweep away the false and give place to the true. Thus, we may establish in truth the temple or body whose builder and maker is God. Let
0: us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 254. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O'er waiting harp strings of the mind, there sweeps a strain, low, sad, and sweet, whose measures bind the power of pain, and wake a white-winged angel throng of thoughts, illumed by faith, and breathed in raptured song, with love perfumed. Hymn number 254
6: Please
0: Let's now sing hymn number 346. Thou whose almighty word chaos and darkness heard and took their flight, hear us, we humbly pray, and where the gospel day sheds not its glorious ray, let there be light. Hymn number 346.
7: Read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal arrow, Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God, Therefore the world knoweth not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Amen.